Tim Ellison, uh, great speaking with you. Yeah, nice to talk to you. Can you give our audience uh, some background information about the recent push to ban TikTok in light of the congressional hearing with TikTok CEO and thoughts on what are the major political reasons why this is being pushed, the, the ban on TikTok, like re very recently? Yeah, I think the uh, the, the proposed uh, ban on the platform TikTok is is pretty fascinating. It's going to bring up uh, some some interesting and exciting issues uh, issues of free speech versus national security. Um, I think at its core, though, we're gonna you know the public is going to be interested in in what are the motives of the government. This is one of those few issues where both the Trump administration and the Biden administration um, uh, seem to be on the same page on it in proposing banning a platform. Um, but the question is really, I think, at the core, you know, first of all, what are the motives of the government? Um, you know, is it number one that the government, that the lawmakers don't like or understand TikTok, um, which could be a part of it. You've got 150 million people that use TikTok, but very few of them are probably elected members of Congress. Um, is it that they want to protect the privacy and security of the public? Or is it you know, national security interests. Is, it, is this all about the fact that, that TikTok is owned by ByteDance, which is a subsidiary of the Chinese communist government? And so, you know, at its core, um, you know, first of all, it kind of goes to motive. So there's two separate bills. One is a Republican bill that would outright ban TikTok. And then there's the Restrict Act, which is a bipartisan bill, which does not explicitly mention TikTok, but deals with broader security issues. Can you comment on the two separate bills? Sure. Um, in both cases, you're talking about um, uh, some, some dangerous precedents being set. Uh, in one instance, you're talking about banning a, a social media platform, uh, which, which raises uh, some, some major issues, including First Amendment uh, concerns. Uh, even the Bipartisan Restrict Act um, which would, in essence, give the power to the executive branch to make such determinations, um, giving some really broad, unprecedented power to the executive branch. And even if you trust the current administration, the, this grant of power would give future administrations um, a, a power that it doesn't currently have and a power that is... Uh, Creating some uh, um, some some potential precedent um, uh, concerns for the long run. What happens in ten years? What happens in twenty years? Are we opening up a Pandora's box? So specifically with the Restrict Act, there are a lot of different civil liberties uh, concerns, and just uh, in general, like granting government greater surveillance powers and the. Uh, executive branch of government powers to ban uh, foreign software. And there's also concerns that it could infringe upon due process and the Freedom of Information Act and potential violations of both the First and Fourth Amendment. And then draconian, there's, there's draconian criminal and civil penalties proposed for violators of the measure. So one thing I'm hearing a lot is up to 20 years in prison and up to a $1 million fine for using a VPN to access not so much TikTok in particular, but just any any potential banned foreign app. So if you want to comment on specific provisions of the Restrict Act proposal that are dangerous for civil liberties. 
Yeah, I, I think you've actually touched on a whole bunch of them. Uh, you know, the government is going to try to rely upon, uh, in terms of the Restrict Act, they'll try to rely upon a 1986 case, our Carr versus Claude Books, uh, in in suggesting that this is um, the restrictions would be on conduct rather than speech. Uh, Restrict Act itself does not mention TikTok, um, but you know, I, I just don't think that the bill is very well thought thought out. Uh, the idea that that you're potentially banning somebody's use of a virtual private network, um, uh, that you are going well beyond um, any specific you know intent stated in the bill. Um, at, at, what the court is going to have to determine, if such a bill were to be made, you know, were to make it into law, the court's going to have to determine. Uh, which level of scrutiny they apply to the case, whether it's going to be intermediate scrutiny or whether it's going to be strict scrutiny. And the basic uh, understanding of that for, for, for your guests that are not attorneys um, is basically the, the court's going to have to determine if the actions of the government were narrowly ta- tailored to meet a specific government need. In other words, did the government say, hey, we've got national security interests at stake here, and we wrote a bill specifically to address those national security interests? The court instead says, hey, this is really broad. We're, we're incredibly concerned that you're restricting speech before, it's called prior restraint, you're restricting speech before somebody gives it or receives it. That's a much higher standard and a, and a burden that the government probably cannot meet. Can you comment on some of the, the pushbacks against banning TikTok, but also against the Restrict Act? And do you expect either of these two bills to pass the House and the Senate? I think in their current form, uh, neither bill is likely to pass. I think there is an interest in Congress and an interest in the administration um, in in trying to address the uh, significant amount of data that would flow from TikTok and its parent company, ByteDance, uh, directly to the Chinese government. Um, You know, perhaps what these bills are um, are are an attempt to uh, to find another way to use some leverage and get uh, ByteDance to spin off TikTok. Um, I also think, though, that that a lot of this is much to do about nothing. If the concern is really that the data is going to TikTok, then TikTok and ByteDance can, on the open market this day, purchase that same kind of data. They can buy the data that they're being accused of hoarding uh, and collecting through TikTok. So I, I don't think that that's truly the reason. I think we're we're caught up in kind of a, a geopolitical dance between the highest levels of the U.S. government, the highest levels of the Chinese government, and and TikTok is is a vehicle just like uh, WeChat was a few years ago. TikTok is a vehicle by which the point can be made. Um, that that we've got some some you know national level data concerns, but if we're truly concerned about data data and privacy security of Americans, then we need a more comprehensive uh, protection bill to go through Congress that doesn't deal just with TikTok. Is there anything else you would like to add about the push to ban TikTok in general, or any other of these topics? I I, I think that the the government's case in, in what Congress will be pushing in terms of TikTok is to try to claim that, that they are, um, they're restricting access 
uh, of a foreign government to U.S. servers, that this isn't about a free speech um, uh, case. But I think at its core, when this case, if there is legislation that passes, when this case makes it through the courts, um, this will be a free speech case. This will be a question of whether Americans' free speech rights to receive or to provide information are being restricted by this legislation. Thank you, Tim Allison uh, with KCSB News. Uh, this is Robert Stark. Thank you.